Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we're delving into Drawdown, a groundbreaking and optimistic exploration into reversing global warming, edited by one of the most respected names in environmental activism, Paul Hawken. As we face the reality of a climate crisis fueled by carbon emissions, Drawdown presents a comprehensive array of strategies, from embracing solar power and agroforestry to adopting electric cars, mapping out how we can significantly reduce our carbon footprint. The book is not just a compendium of ecological actions, but a beacon of hope, demonstrating that we possess all the necessary knowledge and technology to combat global warming. Paul Hawken, the editor of Drawdown, brings extraordinary credentials to the table. As an environmentalist, journalist, and entrepreneur, he co-founded Project Drawdown, a collaborative effort by researchers, scholars, scientists, and activists, including well-known figures such as Bill McKibben, Peter Wallabin, and activists Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen. This powerful community is at the forefront of identifying and promoting the most effective existing solutions to address global warming. This book is an essential guide for individuals who care deeply about the future of humanity and are searching for tangible, actionable ways to make a difference. Whether you are a business owner, policymaker, activist, or homeowner, Drawdown directs your concern for the environment towards impactful strategies, making it a must-read for science aficionados, technology enthusiasts, and nature lovers alike who want to contribute to a sustainable future for our planet. Join us as we explore the pivotal teachings of Drawdown and inspire change within and beyond our communities. Drawdown, the most comprehensive plan ever proposed to reverse global warming. Introduction. Discover the blueprint for a cooler planet. Can we reverse global warming? We find ourselves at a crossroads, witnessing the terrifying impacts of climate change with wildfires raging and ice caps melting at an alarming rate. The carbon footprint of our civilizations weighs heavy upon the earth. And yet, our carbon emissions are still on the rise. But within this daunting narrative, there is a beacon of hope. Project Drawdown, a collective of thinkers and environmental stewards, offers a potential path towards not just slowing down, but actively reversing the tide of global warming. Their approach isn't rooted in wishful thinking. It stands firmly on the bedrock of science and rigorous research. The promise of drawdown lies in its array of solutions, simple, scalable, and financially savvy methods that can significantly dial back the carbon emissions we've been recklessly pumping into the skies. This narrative will take you through the most effective and practical measures we can adopt to not only salvage our climate, but also reap numerous ancillary benefits. Imagine a world where our health, communities, and economies flourish as a direct result of concerted environmental action. That's the vision Drawdown brings to the table. As we delve into this transformative plan, you'll come to understand. Why adopting a plant-based diet is more than just a personal health choice but a critical step for planetary health. The surprising environmental cost of a common household item and how to mitigate it. And the symbiotic relationship between cows and forestry that could unlock a greener future for all. 
ready to explore the practical and hopeful strategies that could lead to a drawdown of CO2 in our atmosphere? Let's embark on a journey to uncover the potential roadmap to a sustainable future for our planet and its inhabitants. Part 1. The warming of our planet is a human-made crisis with a human-powered solution. When the visionary scientist Alexander von Humboldt traversed the expansive lands of the Baraba steppe in the 19th century, his encounters with depleted landscapes left a lasting impression. He wrote of the land's desolation, a distressing testament to the destructive power of extensive agriculture. Ahead of his time, Humboldt foresaw the dire consequences of human intervention on the natural world, singling out rampant deforestation and the byproducts of industrialization as primary culprits. Fast forward to the middle of the 20th century, when Wallace Brucker coined the term global warming, chronicling the sustained increase in Earth's surface temperature, an ominous echo of Humboldt's early warnings. Science now paints a stark picture, a potential four degrees Celsius rise by century's end, with catastrophic wildfires, parched farmlands, and swelling oceans threatening to redraw maps, ignite conflict, and displace millions. These harbingers can be traced back to the voluminous clouds of CO2, a legacy of our fossil fuel dependency, unchecked industrialization, and agricultural practices, fulfilling Humboldt's grim prophecies. In 2016 alone, our atmospheric contributions measured a colossal 36 gigatons of CO2, a figure so vast one could envisage filling every last seat of an Olympic stadium 400,000 times over with the greenhouse gas. Yet, merely stemming this carbon tide won't suffice to cool our world. Our ambition must soar higher, reaching for drawdown, that pivotal juncture when greenhouse gases cease their ascent and commence a consistent decline. To attain this environmental epoch, a dual approach calls to us, slash our emissions, while championing the Earth's innate capacity to reclaim CO2, as showcased through the natural alchemy of photosynthesis. Fortuitously, we are not bereft of means. The arsenal to reverse global warming lies at our fingertips, harnessing renewable sources, safeguarding forests, and embracing sustainable farming practices are within our grasp. Cutting-edge innovations like electric vehicles, aquaculture, and technologies to capture carbon from the air are joining our toolkit. Remarkably, these interventions do more than just combat warming. They herald economic savings, spawn employment, ward off pollution, and champion public health. As we press on through these narratives, Prepare to delve into a suite of no-regret strategies. Each one offers a cogent answer to our carbon crisis, wielding the power to shepherd us toward the hallowed ground of drawdown. Part 2. Embracing the power of nature, shifting from fossil fuels to clean, renewable energy. Imagine flicking on a light switch in your home. Have you considered the journey the electricity has undertaken to illuminate your room? Chances are, it's a tale steeped in the burning of fossil fuels, which remains the backbone of global energy, accounting for nearly four-fifths of our electricity. Each time we indulge in this convenience, we're tapping into ancient carbon reserves, releasing them back into the atmosphere where they thicken, the blanket warming our planet. 
But the future need not be a carbon copy of the past. Renewable energy sources are like Earth's inexhaustible battery, charged by the sun, winds, and waters. Modern technology is unlocking the potential of these resources, positioning them as formidable rivals to the entrenched fossil energy system. Let's zoom in on some of these energy champions. Starting with wind energy, it's an uncontested leader in the renewable energy race. The construction of wind turbines is not only swift and cost-effective, but their energy conversion efficiency is exceptional. Picture this. Off the coast of Liverpool, England, 32 mighty offshore wind turbines spin. Merely one turn of their blades can sustain a house's electrical needs for a whole day. Denmark is riding high on this wind-powered wave, deriving 40% of its electricity from this clean source. If the world mirrored Denmark's example, wind energy could satisfy more than a fifth of our global energy requirements by 2050, potentially slashing our CO2 output by 84.6 gigatons. Solar power steps up as another pillar of renewable prowess. Annually, solar installations prevent 330 million tons of CO2 from entering the atmosphere. This technology captures the sun's photons and transforms them into electrical current. Versatile in application, solar panels cluster in vast farms or nestle on rooftops, coming to the aid of over a billion people without a spot on the central power grid. Transcending the mere generation of power, we must also refine how we store and deliver this energy. A staggering amount of potential energy vanishes as heat during conventional electricity production. This is where cogeneration systems shine capturing this byproduct heat for local heating, water warming, and climate control in buildings. The shift to a cleaner energy landscape hinges on more than innovation. It necessitates strategic investment. Remarkably, in 2015, fossil fuel subsidies reached a towering $5.3 trillion. If we redirected this financial firepower to the front lines of renewable energy, our transition to a cleaner, carbon-light future wouldn't be a mere possibility, but an imminent reality. Part 3. Revolutionizing our diet, choosing plants over meat, and reforming agricultural practices. From the ancient insights of Buddha to the innovations of da Vinci, history echoes with voices advocating the virtues of plant-based diets. Yet modern appetites swing increasingly towards meat consumption fueling an industry that belches out a staggering 20% of worldwide greenhouse gas emissions. This hefty emissions tag comes not just from livestock, but also from the vast tracts of agriculture feeding these animals. Confronting this issue is relatively straightforward. Eat more plants and less meat. Embracing plant-based nourishment could shrink our food-related carbon emissions by a remarkable 63%. How do we encourage such a dietary pivot? Championing plant-forward diets through public initiatives and reframing meat as an occasional indulgence rather than a staple are critical strategies. Even if such shifts touch only half of the global populace, the positive impact is monumental, potentially cutting 66 gigatons of carbon emissions by 2050. But the transformation doesn't stop at our dinner plates. It extends into the very fields and farms that cradle our crops. Many modern farms lean on monocultures, 
repetitive single-crop systems that literally bleed the soil dry of its vitality, spewing carbon back to the skies. Enter the harmonious approach of integrated farming methods like agroforestry. These practices nurture a symbiotic tapestry of diverse foliage, bolstering the soil and curbing CO2 output. A shining example of this philosophy is silver pasture, a tried and tested system where cattle meander beneath the boughs of trees. This practice, flourishing in parts of Spain and Portugal, offers a dual boon, shade for the livestock and a canopy that captures carbon, offsetting the methane released by the cattle. A global upscaling of silvopasture by 60% could sequester an astonishing 31.1 gigatons of carbon by 2050. Yet sometimes, what remains uneaten tells as stark a story as what ends up on our forks. Despite rampant hunger, a full third of all food produced is cast aside, squandering the labor and resources that went into its creation while adding needless emissions to the atmosphere. Supermarket standards that dismiss slightly imperfect produce, premature disposal due to misinterpreted expiry dates, and consumer wastage all fuel this inefficiency. Halving this waste by 2050 isn't just morally imperative but environmentally crucial, possibly preventing another 26.2 gigatons of carbon from aggravating our climate woes. It's clear. To embrace a greener future, we must not only revise our diets, but revolutionize the way we produce and value our food. Part 4. Transforming Urban Jungles Eco-friendly cities are key to a sustainable future. The hustle and bustle of city life, often characterized by endless smog and relentless traffic, hardly conjures images of ecological harmony. Yet, paradoxically, the compact nature of cities places them at the vanguard of pioneering sustainable practices for energy, lighting, and water management. The quest for an eco-conscious metropolis begins with the transformation of its buildings into models of energy efficiency. There are a myriad of ways to slay the energy goliath. Insulation, whether spun from glass fibers or repurposed newspapers, acts as a fortress against energy leaks, slashing the need for heating and cooling. Roofs arrayed in living greenery serve a dual purpose, cooling structures below while absorbing carbon dioxide from above. Innovations like smart electrochromic glass adapt with the day's progression, conserving energy by responding to the natural light, reducing the reliance on artificial illumination. An overhaul in building efficiency isn't merely a cost cutter, it's an environmental imperative. For instance, envision a world illuminated entirely by LED bulbs by 2050, such a shift could curb our carbon emissions by an impressive 12.8 gigatons. But how do we translate these solutions into concrete urban action? One route is through regulatory changes that mandate such technologies in all new constructions. Existing buildings, too, can join the green revolution. Imagine the iconic Empire State Building, shaving its energy consumption by nearly half with a simple window retrofit. Beyond energy-efficient buildings, cities can slash their carbon footprint by reimagining transportation, prioritizing public transit, bicycle infrastructure, and pedestrian-friendly designs not only decimates the need for cars, but fosters well-being among residents. 
the Dutch have shown the way, with bikes taking center stage for 27% of local trips. If cities worldwide could boost bike travel to just 7.5%, by mid-century, we could see a reduction of 2.31 gigatons in carbon emissions. The revamping of cities extends to the arteries of electricity, water, and heating. Refined distribution systems, particularly through local grids, can stem energy losses and negate wasteful excess. Consider Copenhagen's heating grid, channeling waste heat into cozy homes through the bitter winters. A globe where localized heating leaps from a mere 0.1% to 10%. Usage could spare the atmosphere an additional 9.38 gigatons of carbon by 2050. Moving forward, urban centers stand at the crossroads of growth and sustainability. By wielding innovative designs and technologies, cities have the potential not only to reduce their ecological footprint, but to point the way towards a more sustainable existence for all. Part 5. Reimagining Transit. Steering towards fuel efficiency and cleaner modes of travel. Our yearning for movement and exploration is as boundless as the landscapes we wish to traverse. Yet the romance of the open road is shadowed by the harsh reality of our transportation's environmental toll. Cars honk, buses rumble, planes soar, almost all powered by fuel-hungry engines that gulp down fossil fuels and belch out carbon dioxide. And let's not forget the silent giants of the seas, massive cargo ships that undulate across the oceans, leaving a wake of emissions behind. In the pursuit of a cooler Earth, vehicles across the board must embrace frugality in fuel consumption, innovations in design, advancements in technology, diligent maintenance, and vigilant monitoring are the keystones to improving vehicular fuel efficiency and curtailing emissions. Consider the aviation industry. Planes propel us across continents, but are responsible for 2.5% of global CO2 emissions. That figure is poised to rise, but a collaboration between Boeing and NASA reveals a beacon of hope. A novel aircraft promising 50% more fuel efficiency, featuring an engine cleverly repositioned for optimum aerodynamics. Maritime trade, often sailing under the radar of environmental discussions, contributes a significant 3% to global emissions. One simple yet effective answer is slow steaming, a deliberate reduction of ship speeds that slashes fuel use and emissions. However, the most pressing challenge lies in overhauling our roads. Cars, trucks, and buses are collectively culpable for a quarter of all greenhouse gas emissions. Efforts to trim vehicle size and utilize lighter materials are mere stepping stones. The ultimate goal is to electrify our wheels. While the perfect electric vehicle recipe is still in the oven, hybrid cars offer a transitional fix. Seamlessly combining electric motors with traditional engines, hybrids boast a 30% heightened fuel economy. Incentives like government subsidies make these vehicles an increasingly tempting choice for the eco-conscious driver. But the greenest paths may lie beyond individual rides. Public transit systems, buses, subways, and high-speed trains could eclipse the cultural cachet of personal automobiles. When mass transit becomes affordable, punctual, and smooth, it can lure commuters away from their car keys, slice through emissions, and grant urban spaces a reprieve from both gridlock and grime.
the future of mobility isn't just public, it's shared. With the rise of ride-sharing platforms and the advent of electric bikes and scooters, new horizons in transportation beckon. These alternatives offer affordable and accessible ways to travel while keeping our carbon ledger in check, inviting us to leave our personal vehicles parked as we embrace a cleaner communal road ahead. Part 6. Reviving Our Planet. The Crucial Role of Preserving and Restoring Natural Ecosystems. While we've largely been consumed with slashing carbon emissions, the second pillar in our battle against global warming lies within the very fabric of the natural world. Immense life-giving ecosystems, from forests to peats, from wetlands to degraded lands, act as Earth's own carbon sequestration systems, quietly capturing atmospheric carbon and anchoring it into the Earth. Consider the majesty of our forests, not just as homes to diverse forms of life, but as intricate networks of communication and sustenance. Through the wood-wide web, a subterranean network of fungi, trees whisper to each other, sharing resources and signaling impending perils. Altogether, these forests cradle an astounding 300 billion tons of our planet's carbon. Yet each year, we're stripping away 15 billion trees, eroding soil health, and liberating carbon back into the sky. This deforestation is responsible for over a tenth of our annual carbon emissions. The clarion call for deforestation to cease is urgent and clear. Brazil rose to this call, reigning in rampant deforestation, with a blend of satellite surveillance and sustainable projects. The result? A significant decline in deforestation and a ray of hope for forest restoration. Nature itself offers a potent restoration force. In many scenarios, leaving deforested land to its own devices, passive restoration, can spur the recovery of 235 million acres of forest by 2050, eluding 22.6, 1 gigatons of emissions. Where nature needs a nudge, active interventions, such as planting young trees, help reforest the land. But let's not forget the green guardians of our coasts, the wetlands, mangroves, and the remarkable carbon-rich peatlands, which house twice the carbon stash of all the world's forests. Peat, a slowly carbureted tapestry of plant matter, is especially precious. It is our collective responsibility to map, protect, and maintain these pivotal carbon sinks. Enter the indigenous stewards of the land whose practices have long shown how to harvest nature's bounty without harrowing its resources. They're the disproportionately impacted yet least culpable in the drama of climate change. There's a stark beauty in their time-honored ways of land management, which hold powerful lessons in sustainable living. Through conservation pacts, land rights recognition, and the restoration of native territories, we can secure the future not only of these communities, but of the ecosystems they hold dear. The commitment to protecting and rejuvenating these vital landscapes isn't just ecological, it's a profound act of healing for our planet and safeguarding for generations to come. Part 7. Creating a Sustainable Cycle The Push for Eco-Friendly Materials and Responsible Recycling Within the cozy confines of our kitchens, an unsuspecting contributor to climate change hums away, the refrigerator. 
Surprisingly, it's not the energy these appliances consume that poses the greatest threat. It's the refrigerants within. These potent chemicals wield a warming effect up to 9,000 times more disastrous than CO2. But the plot thickens beyond our fridges, extending to supermarket chillers and air conditioning units across the globe. It's the hydrofluorocarbon, or HFC, that's the modern villain in this chilling saga. Recognizing their dire impact, 170 countries rallied in 2016 to phase out HFCs by the year 2024. Sabotage at the end, when these devices are discarded, could prove catastrophic, making their conscientious disposal a priority. Achieve this great phase out, and by 2050 we could avert 90 gigatons of carbon emissions, potentially slicing a whole degree Fahrenheit off the forecasted global warming. But refrigerants are merely the tip of the iceberg. Cement, for instance, ubiquitous in its use and prodigious in its carbon footprint, can undergo a sustainable makeover by substituting limestone decarbonization with fly ash from coal combustion, significantly trimming emissions. And there's a vision for plastic as well, where we swap out its fossil fuel lineage for humble origins in agricultural or paper waste. The life cycle of our materials beckons for a greener narrative that extends past manufacturing into the twilight of their use. Here, recycling plays a critical role. Retrieving value from an array of common cast-offs, food scraps, garden trimmings, paper, metal, textiles, and timber. These materials can be reincarnated as compost for gardens, biofuel to power industries, or simply as raw materials for another round of production. Municipal policy can be the great influencer in elevating recycling over landfills. Take San Francisco's approach. It's not just environmentally conscious, it's economically savvy. The city levies a charge for hauling trash to the dump, but graciously carts off recycling at no cost. Simple yet effective, such policies can turn the tide towards sustainable material management, solidifying recycling's role in our quest for a cooler planet. Part 8. Education as a Catalyst. Informing individuals to make a global impact on carbon footprint reduction. While government policies and corporate initiatives are formidable weapons in the battle against climate change, the power of individual action cannot be overstated. The key to unlocking this potential is education. Informed individuals can dramatically reduce their personal contributions to global warming. Targeted education programs, public campaigns, and knowledge sharing at the community level are essential in reshaping behaviors and practices. A critical audience in this educational outreach is the farming community. Given agriculture's significant carbon footprint, introducing farmers to sustainable practices holds immense potential. Nonprofit organizations are spearheading this movement, disseminating techniques like the System of Rice Intensification, SRI, an innovative set of practices tailored to rice cultivation, which is a global staple. By altering transplantation timing, optimizing water use, and leveraging organic compost, SRI promotes resilient crops and lower emissions. Crucially, SRI doesn't cost a fortune to deploy, but cultural inertia can be stubborn. Peer-to-peer training bridges this gap, demonstrating SRI's tangible benefits through real-world success stories. Empowerment within these educational efforts must elevate women farmers who, 
despite forming 43% of the agricultural workforce, are often relegated to the margins, hampered by limited access to credit, education, and tools. Their fields yield less than they could. Micro-lending and hands-on training that imparts sustainable farming can start to upturn this inequality. The ripple effects of education stretch beyond agriculture to the broader scope of women's lives. Extending the reach of education to girls across the globe could result in a sizable reduction in carbon emissions, as there's a correlation between higher education levels and lower birth rates. Conversations around population size and climate impact can be contentious, yet the focus ought to be on the expressed desires for choice and control over reproductive health, a sentiment shared by 240 million women in lower-income countries. Upholding their agency through family planning not only enhances their lives, but also translates to a lower cumulative carbon output. Through education and empowerment, we can nurture a groundswell of environmentally conscious individuals, each one reducing their carbon footprint, contributing to a global drawdown that cools our planet for future generations. Part 9. Future Forward Innovations Exploring Emerging Technologies to Combat Climate Change As we survey the tapestry of solutions that can steer us away from the brink of climate disaster, it's not just the tried and true we should consider. Around the world, innovators and visionaries are crafting novel technologies that could further tip the scales in our favor, reducing emissions and harnessing carbon in groundbreaking ways. Let's cast our gaze upon three of these burgeoning innovations that promise an eco-friendlier horizon. Self-driving cars have eagerly entered the public imagination, but it's their potential marriage with green technologies that truly piques interest in the climate context. Companies leading the charge in autonomous vehicle technology are also embedding low-emission features, such as electric propulsion. Add to this the prospects of ride-sharing and intelligent navigation, and you have a recipe that could substantially diminish fuel dependency and the ubiquitous presence of cars on our roadways, thereby slashing emissions. Delving even deeper, our oceans beckon. These vast waters absorb over half of our airborne CO2 and capture a stunning 90% of trapped heat, yet parts of them resemble barren wastelands largely devoid of aquatic life. To breathe life back into these marine deserts, the concept of marine permaculture is taking root. This involves establishing oceanic farms that cultivate kelp and phytoplankton, tiny organisms with the potential to serve as sustenance, biofuel, and nourishment for a cascade of life, from algae to sharks. Setting our sights to the skies, there's another promising technology known as Direct Air Capture, DAC. Imagine machinery as adept as plants at snatching CO2 straight from the atmosphere, transmuting it into usable fuel, a mechanical echo of photosynthesis. Despite its current nascent form and energetic demands, given the sparse concentration of carbon in our atmosphere, an efficient evolution of this technology could play a pivotal role in depleting atmospheric carbon levels. The specter of climate change looms as a testament to the profound and often deleterious impact humanity has had on its home planet, earning us our own geological epoch, the Anthropocene. But therein lies a call to action, a challenge to harness our collective ingenuity 
and enact policies that can undo the harm we've set in motion. In the face of an existential crisis, these emerging technologies offer a beacon of hope, a chance for humanity to redeem itself by healing the very world we've scarred. Final summary. In the face of escalating climate danger, a message resounds with urgency. Hope is not lost. The formula for drawing down carbon is neither mythical nor beyond our reach. It's a tangible constellation of strategies that await collective action. From sprawling windfields to sun-soaked solar arrays, we have the renewable energies at our fingertips ready to displace fossil fuels. Forests and wetlands stand guard as our natural carbon vaults, primed for protection and restoration. Innovations like electric vehicles and ocean recuperation projects mesh with shifts toward plant-centric diets and reductions in wastefulness to sketch out a multi-pronged rescue plan. Key to this grand enterprise is education, arming farmers with techniques for greener yields and empowering women with knowledge and rights that ripple out to influence population, dynamics and sustainability. Looming on the horizon are pioneering technologies, such as self-driving electric cars and processes to pull carbon directly from the air, underscoring the necessity of fostering innovation. If societies across the globe rally to embrace these solutions, invigorating them with the necessary support and incentives, they can commandeer an inspiring turnaround in the narrative of our planet's future. Such a unified movement promises not just to stem the tide of emissions, but to usher in an era of recovery, restoring the delicate balance of our world for the generations to come. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.